0: I'm a yeah. communications guy, so I just, I, I just, you know, uh,
1: you keep talking. All right, well, good. So I'll talk slow, and I'll get the details.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the February 2024 edition of the Impact: A Sustainable CT Podcast. For your edification, your enlightenment and your entertainment too. I'm Jim Hunt, communications manager at Sustainable CT. So if you're looking for someone to blame for this podcast, well, you can blame me. But remember, this is never a one-way conversation. We always want to hear from you for our edification and enlightenment. Drop us a note, won't you, to info at The Impact is brought to you in part by the Connecticut Green Bank. The Connecticut Green Bank confronts climate change by increasing and accelerating investment into Connecticut's green economy to create more resilient, healthier, and equitable communities. And we are oh so glad they do. Visit them at ctgreenbank.com. Remember, Sustainable CT is independently funded. We don't have a magical rainbow unicorn money tree, no sir, but you can be a Sustainable CT sponsor. Find out how at sustainablect.org. What a pleasure it is to be joined today by Mike Burcaro, town administrator for the lovely town of Vernon, Connecticut. Vernon registered with Sustainable CT way back in 2018. They jumped right to silver in 2019 with astonishing numbers, 800 points. They uh, followed that up with a renewal of silver certification in 2022. Again, with a stellar performance on points, I want to come back to Vernon's certification record in just a minute because it truly is remarkable. But first, let's continue to introduce our good friend Mike Picaro because he's truly remarkable as well. Uh, Mike did his undergraduate work at Quinnipiac University in Hamden, Connecticut. Go Bobcats! That's right. To and went on to receive a master's degree in business administration from RPI, Rensselaer Polytechnic, where hockey is king. Go Puckmen! Mike's been working with the town of Vernon for 20 years, or nearly 20 years, starting as the town's emergency and risk management director in aught four, then as director of business and finance for five years, and since 2017 as town administrator. And that's a heck of a record. And before all that, he did so many important things in the area of public health administration in too numerous to mention, but uh, including a stint as communications manager. How about that? and uh, at the Connecticut Department of Public Health. So welcome, Mike, my fellow communications manager. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today.
1: Thank you, Jim, for that introduction. <laughs> One of the best introductions I've ever had. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I also wanted to point out that you recently joined our board of directors. Very, uh, very proud. Very proud to join the board of directors. Uh, in essence, it's a reflection of my commitment and my passion for the work and the journey, really, it's been a journey, and that's what I look forward to sharing with all of all of your listeners today, uh, all of our listeners today. Now that I'm on the board, I can say that, yeah. and uh, and hopefully that'll help inspire others to to take on the challenges and and hopefully reap the same rewards that that we've had here in Vernon.
0: Yeah, so now you can certainly retire having reached that pinnacle, <laughs> uh, but I do, but I do want to sincerely. Thank you for that service too, because it means, well, it means the world to us to have someone of your stature and experience generously contributing his time to our organization. So that's wonderful. Let, let, let's get to some questions. Sure. that's, that's why we're here. I, I mentioned at the intro that Vernon had a remarkable certification record and ho- holy mackerel, that's kind of an understatement because in 2022, Vernon was awarded points for 42 separate sustainability actions which is damned impressive uh, in, in itself. But of those 42 actions, almost half of them, 20 of them uh, were what we call success stories. And now I'm not sure, frankly, if we keep internal data on this, but I've got to believe that's about as good as it gets. Uh, and for those who out there in podcast land, who may not know a success story is a de- designation a, a town will receive when an action is of high enough caliber uh, or quality that we're suggesting other towns should be, Imitate or emulate the practice, and I got to say we're pretty stingy with that designation. We we don't we don't hand those out very often, and uh, the performance and documentation documentation have to be really good. And you know, a town might get a handful of these in any given certification cycle, three or four, but twenty that's that's pretty unheard of. I'll wager that every one of Vernon's actions was was worthy of success story designation. We just couldn't say that because it would be it would be really I don't know discouraging to other towns, you know, you've know you raised the bar so high. I know that Sean Gately, the uh, Economic Development Director in Vernon, has been a real force behind sustainable CT certification. What can you say about his efforts, uh, the efforts of others in town uh, to really push this forward? What, what do you think has been behind their motivation, and yours
1: for that matter, uh, to, to achieve so much in this program? I'm so glad you mentioned um, the people behind the process because- the, the sustainable effort is truly a team effort. Uh, I'm going to say it several more times throughout this interview. I'm just just warning you up front, Jim, because right. it, it. It, it literally takes a small army uh, or more uh, for this to be a truly successful, successful process, a truly meaningful and valuable process. And no pun intended, but for it to be a sustainable process. You want your sustainable yep. <laughs> uh, certification to be sustainable. And sure. the only way you're going to do that is if you fully integrate it into the people, the processes, the systems, and, and the culture of your community and your organization. So um, I'm glad you mentioned Sean. Um, Sean was was the point, main point uh, and driver uh, when we started this journey years ago. Um, and I would certainly recommend that any community that's interested uh, in pursuing a certification and or recertification, um, you definitely need to have a a point person organizing, coordinating uh, your organization's efforts. That to me has been a critical component to our success. I would strongly encourage it. I do strongly encourage it when I talk to my counterparts in other communities uh, as a starting point. But beyond Sean, he was extraordinarily effective um, and he had the support of obviously the mayor, um, our council, uh, which is our legislative body and leadership elected leaders uh, as well as the the senior executives of, of the town uh, behind him and that's I think an equally critical point because you could assign someone to do it but if you don't have from top down and and from the bottom up the support, and the direction and the leadership to say, this is something we want to do, we need to do, we're going to put the resources behind it. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're really, you're kind of just gonna be spinning wheels and wasting time. So you really need to make sure that this is is something that that everyone um, is is going to get behind. And, and it starts from the top down from your mayor for, or your chief elected official, uh, your legislative body and, and your senior executives to say, yeah, we're gonna do this and then uh, begin the process. I'm also glad, Jim. That you know, I appreciate the the comments and the recognition for for all the work we did in the points. But I'm so glad you said, you know, it, it could be overwhelming for the for someone hearing this podcast to say, "Oh my God, I got to get 800 points and yeah, right we did 20 things." I mean, that's it's, it's a great story for Vernon, but but let me tell the listeners out there, it's not as difficult uh, as it may seem when you look at that initial. Um, list of actions that need to happen. Um, it could be daunting and it could be overwhelming and that's part of the reason why I joined the board is to share this part of the story more than anything else and and I, when I've talked to Lynn and I've talked to others, you know I always start by by saying take a deep breath you're going to do this. if you want to do it, we're going to help you get there um, and there's some easy low-hanging fruit to get the process starting to to get some easy wins under your belt and I'm going to give you an example. Something very simple that we did in Vernon to kind of launch our sustainable campaign program uh, with our community uh, intimately involved was a residential composting program. Right, you know, we were able to get a grant. We were able to offer free uh, residential compost barrels that people can use in their uh, in their own properties to to, to uh, separate food items and 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 they can do their own composting to lower. Um, the impact on our our stream waste disposal, Um, and that was an easy thing. And it was a great way to say, Here's how you can participate. Here's how you can earn some points, Town of Vernon, to get started in this process. Here's how you can engage your community in a meaningful way and raise awareness about some of the benefits now and what we're planning for in the future. So that that was a very uh, easy win for us. And it was a nice way to kind of get things started. But then, you know, we we also had some really big, um, bold initiatives that took a year. You know, we said, this is not going to happen in a month. It's not going to happen in two months. We're thinking a year from now, which is really how long it took us to get to that initial certification,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, for, our, for us to to plan on. But, you know, that I think that's a good place to pause for a moment. But I have so much more I want to share with you on that front. And, and I really would like to spend some time, you know, at some point in our, our time together today talking about the engagement with the community, because that's yeah. a major driver for me.
0: Absolutely, should be for a communications guy.
1: Engagement is huge.
0: <laughs> I know that, and it isn't just it isn't just talking at the town. You know, you, I'm not telling you anything new, but just for the benefit of uh, some of the people out there who don't realize how important that communication is. You know, you can have all the greatest plans in the world and all the best ideas, best intentions, but if you don't get your community on board, having a sense of ownership, engagement, getting feedback uh, really involving the community, it can be a struggle. It can turn into maybe not exactly what you had planned in the first place. So that, that communication is really key. Absolutely. It is.
1: Sure. I agree with you more.
0: Well, uh, you know, just, just to follow up on something you were saying, I just, I want people to understand that, you know, our certification thresholds are 200 points for bronze and, you know, 500 for silver and, uh, you know, and only since t- 2023, we introduced gold level and that's 750 points. Now, so really, if we'd had gold level certification all from the get go, uh, Vernon would probably have qualified. You, know, you just got to attack on a few things that we have as requirements for gold, like climate leader, that sort of stuff, which I'm sure, you know, Vernon is well on its way to doing. Uh, it's just, it was, it's just a, a stellar performance that you should be, uh, you know, applauded for, but you're, you're absolutely right. The entrance into these things are not that high. It's not, it's not that difficult. And, and in many cases, uh, these t- towns have already done this stuff. They've, they've already, you know, this is a lot of these things are not, are common sense, best practices. The towns have already been following or are already following, or they're in the pipeline because we come to it and say, look, okay, look, you're doing all this great stuff. We put a, kind of a, Seal of approval on it, uh, but it really is not is not as daunting a task as it may seem
1: uh, from from the get go. If I may interject yep, on that point, too, because I, I think there's a couple of things that that I, I, I would I want to make sure uh, on my list to communicate from experience. You know, the, these are not one off things. You know, this mm-hmm. is not a check the box process. And right. again, you know, I'm going to be as I always am extraordinarily transparent. I, I will tell you, I went into this process uh, with Sean in the beginning, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's a government process, it's a paperwork. We're going to check some boxes. We're going to get our certification, woohoo! And we're going to be able to talk <laughs> oh, no, no. that. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing. Maybe get some grant money out of it. And I'm again, I know that sounds very shallow, but you know, I mean, that this is That's- what I was thinking. Okay, there's there's going to be some benefit totally valid my my goodness what what I have learned through this process is that it, it it's so much more deep uh, meaningful and and there's so much more deeper value um, than than your typical government paper pushing process yeah. um, and and that's the part that I really want to communicate and that's why again why we're here I think talking together and why I was uh, excited to to be chosen for the board to to, to share this part of the story. What it meant for me as a town leader, um, going through this process, um, I, I, is something I'd like to share. And And when I started, I explained it, you know, I figured it was going to be very process and, and it was you know kind of like a simple simple thing and you know maybe there's some work behind it. But what I realized was that this is the, the, this really created opportunities for me internally in the town of Vernon organization. Um, to have my departments work uh, more interoperably together, to work more collaboratively um, on non-traditional things, which, which was which was really a, a great leadership exercise for, for my department heads and uh, brought my departments operationally closer together, which has been sure. something that we continue to benefit from back to COVID. you know, I mean, these are all transferable skills. And if you can build that capacity um, during your sustainable Connecticut, it will serve you well in your day-to-day operations. Whether it's responding to something huge like a pandemic like COVID, or just doing your day-to-day work and out, out in the uh, in in the municipality, whether it's road work or or it's it's your social services work, you know you you're going to have those relationships and you're going to have that those capabilities, and they're going to be strengthened. Through the sustainable Connecticut process. Equally as important for me as a town leader is the engagement with the community. I'm always looking for ways, as you as you mentioned. Communication is one of them. But I, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> old school. I'm yeah. old school, Jim. I, I like face-to-face. I like going out and talking to people. You know, and, and Zoom is great, you know, and serves a purpose, but I really enjoy the the interaction, the, the 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 human side of the work that we do because that's that's in, in my mind that's the the essence of government is it's about people. You're serving people. It's a public service, and so well, especially in a
0: small town, you're you're up, you're you're up close and personal on on that level of government, and there's no way you can't you, you can't You
1: can't be successful. <laughs> you can't you can't be sustainable if you know if you don't want to interact with people. You're 100 yeah, percent right, absolutely. You know, and, and so that's what that's what drives me personally and professionally, and 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 so it's this this process of going through the sustainable certification opened up avenues, new avenues that we didn't have before for a a much more deeper, meaningful level of engagement. Um, the composting was one. We did us we did a solarized Vernon. You know what a wonderful way to educate our residents about the benefits of of natural energy from the sun. You know, reduce your save your save you money on your electric bill, um, and at the same time help the environment. I mean, it's right. one thing to go out and say, "Hey, we don't want to pollute the environment, and we we you know you shouldn't do this." It's another thing to say, "We're going to help you. We're going to give you the tools to actually make a meaningful impact on the environment, and at the same time save you money and put more money in your pocket." Right. You know. And and so like that, those are wonderful, wonderful opportunities for any town leader to embrace and 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 run with, um, because it, who who there's nothing there's no downside to that, Jim. You know, no. It's, and it's and all money fine. is
0: a le- money is a legitimate uh, concern. and Absolutely, budget uh, and resources. It isn't just let's save the planet, though. There is a lot of that, and it's important. We can't do anything without that existential issue of saving right. the planet. That's but right. really but but we we work with towns to completely we understand the fiscal pressures uh the resource allocations the lack of some uh, you know, resources whether they're uh, human or fiscal uh and th- these are important issues that that have to be addressed along the way or you're not going to get it you're not going to get anything done uh,
1: No, you're 100 right and, and I'm going to use that solar example again it's an easy one we put solar we, you know we we did we solarized Vernon first we did the municipality. And then we, we offered it to our uh, discounted solar uh, power to our residents. Yeah. So residents actually benefit twice uh, financially or economically speaking, because they get to save themselves on their own bill. And then the town has a lower energy cost, which obviously is, is, is part of the mill rate calculation, which impacts people's taxes. So listen, you know, th- th- those are the opportunities I like. You know, it, 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 it could touch people um, on a very, uh, deep level and a very personal level on multiple layers. You know, if you you want to help the environment, great. Environment's not important to you. Well, how about saving some money? Okay, great. But we're still <laughs> going to help the environment too. By the way, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, exactly. You know, exactly. It, it, th- those are the types of wins that I think are very unique, um, and I think are 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 available to any community that wants to participate uh, in sustainable Connecticut. The other thing I'd like to talk about is, you know, again, I want to make this point clear. Sustainable Connecticut, another thing I learned, is it truly can, you you can pick from so many different programs and so many different activities. Again, like you said, your community may have already started some of these. You may already be engaged. You may be thinking about doing some of these things. So you might be pleasantly surprised. It's not like you're adding all a whole new slate of work um, onto it. It, it, the sustainable Connecticut certification may actually provide uh, your organization with um, the push it needs to, to to revive or to lift off, you know, get lift off on, on some of uh, projects you've been thinking about that you think could be good for your community. Right. And here's the key. It really spans the gamut. It's not just for a segment of the population. It's truly birth through seniorhood, you know, and if you look at what's available and we, and we've tried to keep it, fair and equitable across the board. We didn't want to focus just on one segment of our population. We wanted it to be truly meaningful for everybody or as many people as inclusive as we possibly can, because right. we want people to buy into this. And the only way you're going to do that is if you can be as inclusive as you possibly can in your process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a, a, that's the winning strategy to really be as clu- inclusive uh, and outreach as much as possible. Now, as town manager, you have to walk a bit of a tightrope between Republicans and Democrats when it comes to pretty much everything you do. I assume there might be some, some, uh, some little dance there. How has that played out with respect to sustainability issues? Is there, have you found bipartisan agreement, consensus on most of these things, or has that been
1: a challenge? Uh, that's a great question. You know, obviously, um, anyone in my role as town administrator, or town manager, you know, wh- whoever, wh- anyone in a senior executive uh, uh, government position, local, state, or federal, you always have to look at things um, through political filters because that's that's the basis of of your elected leaders, um, and so. Again, I'm 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 glad you asked that. I wasn't expecting that one, but but it's a it's a great question because our strategy has been when we when we looked at um, our our um, actions that we undertook here in Vernon, you know, when we ran it through our political filter, we you know we run it through a financial filter, we run it through you know a a, a policy filter, you know. So again, when we say okay, what's going to be the impact politically? Uh, For us, it's always been what's best for people because, and and I have found this throughout my entire career, if you keep the focus on what's good for people, it usually brings different party affiliations together. It could be a unifying force. And that's exactly what it was. You know, has there been comments or has there been concerns raised along the way that, okay, you know, is this a political thing? Sure, I mean that's human nature. People will ask that question. It, it's inevitably going to happen, and it will inevitably be, uh, be I think, um, a hurdle for any new municipality. You know, they're gonna they're gonna have to address that. And my suggestion, my strong suggestion, would be, uh, and what's worked for us in Vernon throughout these many years that we've been part of this process, certification, recertification. By the way, we are gonna go for gold. To answer your question before. <laughs> um, you know for 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 us it's always been keep the focus on the people and the benefit to the people and the sure. benefit to the town economically fiscally policy wise and then that way you know the politics everybody regardless of what side of the aisle you're on or whatever your political affiliation is everybody i think wants to do the right thing for people they may just have different Uh, views on it and different political positions on and 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 how to get there but at the end of the day everybody wants to do what's right for people And, and and that's why you're there yeah and that's why we're here and and so for us the sustainable connecticut has been a politically unifying uh process it has brought republicans democrats unaffiliated independent voters um people of various backgrounds ethnicities cultures you know different speaking languages i mean the list goes on and so to to be able to 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 pull together such a diverse group politically included for the common good of the people of the town has been a truly unifying force in uh, in vernon and valuable yeah. part of our cer- our certification process
0: We'll return to our program in just a moment. You've been listening to The Impact, a sustainable CT podcast. And while you're out there tripping the web fantastic, don't forget to join us on Facebook for some fun and interesting stuff. Guaranteed safe for children and pets. Come on, be our friend, won't you? At facebook.com slash sustainable CT. And we, like millions of others, have hopped on the Instagram Threads bandwagon at instagram.com slash sustainable CT and threads.net slash at sustainable CT. And yes, of course, we're LinkedIn. Search for Sustainable CT from your LinkedIn page, and you'll find us right there being all LinkedIn and media social. And if you're not yet a subscriber to Actions and Impact, the Sustainable CT newsletter, you could be missing out on some very important information to you, to your organization, and to your town. Accept no substitutes. Do yourself a favor and subscribe today, and you can do that where? At sustainablect.org, of course. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Mike Procaro, town manager of
1: uh, beautiful town of Vernon. We're having a great conversation. I'm just curious. have any, Has anyone else on your show said similar things? I'm hoping there's a trend and people are saying <laughs> similar things. It's not just me saying these things.
0: No, it, there are similar trends. Every town is unique, and it's going to come up. You know, one thing is something more important than the other. Something really uh, worked really well for a town. Other stuff they they struggled with. You know, fr- quite frankly, there are towns in Connecticut that, that, that struggle with, say, uh, optimizing for equity. Yeah, it's a difficult nut to crack. And, and as you pointed out, our actions cover such a broad range of issues. I mean, everything under the sun you could imagine. Some are just more difficult than others, and more challenging. And that's okay. It's okay to be challenged. You know, the, yeah. it makes you think. It makes how can we approach this issue? Housing is a great example. Uh, affordable housing is 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 a real issue, a real problem, not just in Connecticut. It's all across the United States. So there's nothing unique about about that. And how each town is is responding to that crisis really can be very unique. And each town will will approach it differently and find it more difficult. Some will find it much more difficult than others. Okay. Our program. If you want to go to our program, we know that there are towns that have resources to bear, and towns that don't. Yep. Uh, and as you say, this is this is a comprehensive. It is. We don't make it easy. It's not meant to be easy. It's supposed to be you know meaningful. Yep. Yep. When you're done doing some of these actions, they've had real consequences, positive act, positive consequences on the ground for real people not every town has the same resources that Vernon does or West Hartford or New Haven. Uh, So we have to come to these towns, you know, with different support systems, uh, whether that's our felt, bring our fellows to, to, you know, to work, to help the towns or being ready to just jump in with a lot of support. That's important too. So, yeah, no, there's a continuity in these, in these conversations. I have it, but, but every town really responds to this in their own unique way, which makes keeps it, keeps it interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah.
1: I mean, otherwise it'd be the same interview, I guess.
0: I've looked, Mike, I've looked through your paperwork, paperwork for certification and you folks have done so many things. What I'm interested in, uh, what stands out for you as most important or one of the most important things that have impacted your community? How did you get into, start into certification uh, and why? What, What started you out and why did you, where did it lead you?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the most important things was the, the collaboration um, and the engagement. You know, you're going to hear me say that repeatedly. And I, I told Lynn uh, when I first was uh, approached to, to be on the board, um, I'm going to tell the story and I'm going to keep on saying it loud and proud. Uh, it, it's all about collaboration and engagement, collaboration and engagement for me. Uh, and, and it's collaboration internally, as I mentioned uh, earlier in our interview uh, between departments uh, and its co- and its collaboration with the community, its engagement with the community at a, at a very uh, meaningful and valuable level. Uh, not just, hey, we're gonna put out a press release announcing this great program. No, this is, hey, we're gonna meet, we're gonna get people together from different backgrounds, uh, different, uh, all different, all different diversity uh, 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 backgrounds, uh, economic status, cultures, religions, you know politics everything and and we're going to we're going to we're going to pick um uh, actions that we believe are going to be uh in the best interest of the community at large uh and uh for our for our residents and uh we're going to use those to to unify uh our efforts and and so that that to me has been the biggest thing I would say though one of the one of the the cornerstones to our success our success not the only but one of the cornerstones uh, to, to that in the realm of collaboration has been with our school district. Yeah. and sure. I'd love to talk about you know you you kind of touched on this without saying it, but in the, in today's day and age with with everything being so expensive and the the economic crisis we'll call it that you know that we're in at the moment. You know, I think doing more with less, you know, how, how can sustainability, how can sustainable Connecticut help? You know, it's not just dumping more money into a program. You can actually save money. So, you know, we touched on solar, but I'd really love to share um, how we we use sustainable Connecticut to strengthen our relationship with our school district. That, I think, is extremely unique for Vernon in the level of shared services that we have, part of our uh, sustainable uh, Connecticut initiative any community you know looking to go into this especially now you know we were i think as a as a a state and as a nation in a um uh in a very different economic position you know several years ago Uh, i think things are um very challenging you know the price of everything has gone up uh taxes uh are included in many in many uh, uh communities and so any community listening to this or thinking about becoming a sustainable community, they're immediately going to think of, well, is this going to require more money? Uh, and this probably isn't the best time to do it. And I would say, no, that's not correct. I, I would say sustainable Connecticut can be, uh, through the collaboration that's that's gained, through the engagement, um, can be a wonderful uh, way to find efficiencies uh, in government processes uh, that you can reap financial benefits as well as other benefits from. And again, for us, that cornerstone has been the partnership with our school district. And I say that uh, um, very strongly because any budget out there, on average, your school district is about sixty percent on average right. of your total municipal budget. You know, yeah. your general government uh, is about forty percent, and and so you know if if there's things that Uh, You can partner with your school district on if you can find efficiencies, if you can if you can uh, look for ways to share services. Uh, These are all things we did under the umbrella of Sustainable Connecticut. Uh, And we did very well, actually, to the point where we uh, have become a best practice and model community for our our shared services program between our, our municipal government, general government and our school district. Um, We have literally saved hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars that we can in turn use to lessen the mill rate, you know, impact of taxes, um, but also reprogram into programs and services uh, that could be very beneficial and have been very beneficial to, you know, to our residents. And, and so those are, those are, I think, some key areas. I would also say though that there's some things that, New new municipalities, new organizations, uh, or even those that are going to become recertified or thinking about it, um, look at what you have done or look at some small starts for the new, new groups. You know, in Vernon, for example, um, in our initial certification, we introduced a My Vernon art program for youth, which uses art to inspire appreciation for and to build a sense of community in our town. And so that was it. that was kind of a very easy put your arms around a thing that we built off of for our recertification. And we went we were like, wow, this really worked out well. We want more of this. And we ended up now doing a, a um, arts and culture district. You know, so when, you know, it started small and it kind of spawned big. So that's one concept. And and I think that's an important one for um, to other communities jumping on board here to think, you know, think about. It's not just this one off and then you forget about it. No, you, you could be planting seeds for, you know, for the future. Yeah, that's in great. In our community, you know, and now we've got a broader range of partners, a broader range of grand opportunities, a broader range of ways to engage and collaborate uh, with our community, especially in our downtown area. Uh, and we're addressing ways to to build that sense of community on a much bigger scale. Uh, and so I think that's an important component as well, Jim.
0: yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 a good one. I mean, that's the that's the life of this uh, of this program. You hit on it. you really have. You can start small, expand, don't you don't need to reinvent the wheel, test different things, find something that works and run with it, and if it benefits the community, all the be- that's the, That's the idea. That's the concept. Speaking of, of collaboration, I wanted to ask you, uh now Vernon is part of the Capital Region Council of Governments, and we work a lot with the COGS for various things. In Connecticut, the COGS uh, essentially act as counties in many respects. Yes. Uh, what, if anything, uh, has the as that association meant to you to the town of Vernon, is there uh, are you able to collaborate on any major issues with CapCog or any of the towns regionally around Vernon? Are you collaborating uh, with other municipalities?
1: Yeah, fr- frequently. Uh, I, I think again to, uh, and I'm using it in, in in more of the literal term for any community right now to be sustainable without skyrocketing taxes. You, you know, you have to look for creative and innovative partnerships. And the regional approach um, is, is is has to absolutely be on the table, whether you are doing regional purchasing um, to leverage more economic buying power to make your tax dollars go further, get better uh, uh, deals on, on consumables that the town or board of education uses every day. Um, to filling critical positions and services. You know, we're one of the biggest challenges, I think, facing all municipalities uh, in the state, frankly, across the nation, um, is the difficulty in hiring individuals, qualified individuals. Um, it's a very interesting job market. And as a very uh, concrete example of, of, of what our uh, Capital Region uh, Council of Governments is doing under the leadership of Matt Hart, um, who recently took over is, you know, they're, they're identifying where are those critical gaps. Where can where can the the cog be the most beneficial for all communities involved? And they're they're looking and analyzing and coming up with plans to regionalize building inspection services because you need those things have to happen. They they can't stop happening. Um, they're looking for ways to regionalize economic development. They're looking for ways to to regionalize uh, uh, other day-to-day operations that municipalities are struggling um to you know to fill some of these critical critical needs so uh to answer your question again very very bluntly regional regionalizing where it's appropriate is critically important for the sustainability of any municipality in this economic environment
0: sure well and it's a it's a matter of fact that Dirty water and dirty air certainly don't recognize town boundaries. So there's that issue. Working collaboratively usually makes any program you're going to create to address those issues a bit more effective. Yes. And and sharing resources. You know, like you said, people. There are lots of people associated with, whether it's the COG system or maybe another municipality uh, on your border that can share wisdom and ideas and experience that, you know, And you with them. Collaboration is key. (laughs) Pretty damned important. Let me ask you, Mike, what what made you want to be on the board of directors? What what motivated you there? Or did we ask? We just came to you and asked you. (laughs) <laughs> was it a gleam in your eye or did we, did we hunt you down and, and beg you to do this? What, what it it was,
1: it was, it was the pay. No, I'm <laughs> this is a hundred percent voluntary, to participate, <laughs> including being on the board, by the way. Yes. So, yeah. There, there, and actually I'm glad, you know, all, all kidding aside, but there's no fee, any, any, anybody listening to this? No, no, there's anybody, no fee. You know, this is a hundred percent voluntary. There's no fee to be part of it. And again, I, I, I will emphasize the, the benefits you will get, um, from participating. And I can say from years of being part of this process uh, will not only could I, can not only bring efficiencies and save you money, but there's other non-monetary benefits that that I think are truly priceless uh, in, in participating. So, but for me, it's really, I want to share the story. I think if every community were, were to be part of the Sustainable Connecticut Initiative in some way, shape, or form, you don't have to go for the gold, you know, just be part of it, get involved, try it. Uh, and and then reevaluate, you know, that, that would, that's my message. I'm not here to push anything on anyone. I don't believe that's the role of government to be that heavy handed unless, unless it's a matter of life and death. And, but this is not, this is, this is truly a golden opportunity for municipalities across the state that haven't been part of this process um, to really look at it. And I think that even just dipping your toe in the water and, and starting small, you will quickly realize that there are some tremendous benefits to being part of it. Like I said, could be monetarily, um, but but also non monetarily to help improve your organization. And and, yeah. and really, you know that that to me is the reason why I got involved. I want to share that story, hopefully inspire others, be available at any time um, to share our experiences, the 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 good things we did, some of the mistakes we made along the way. We'll share it all. We're transparent here, and you know that's that's the best way to learn. I
0: want to ask you, because we like to know how we can improve, is there any area you think that we could do better in? We try very hard to streamline our actions and make them understandable and easy to follow. We're not always very successful at that. There are a lot of areas that we continually try to improve upon. Is there some area that you think we could probably uh, do better at?
1: that, that that's that's an interesting question. The um, I mean, there's always areas. Uh, again, uh, I'll say this up front, not to be critical, but this is this is how I look at my life personally and professionally, and and how I lead and manage. Uh, continuous quality improvement, right? You know, so there's always opportunity to 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 look for ways to to enhance um, what works and 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 look at and take hard looks at things that don't work and maybe not do them anymore. So. Um, with that, with that concept in mind, I, I think, and again, kind of why I what drove me to the board and, and, and hopefully I'll be able to, this will be part of my tenure and legacy on the board here um, is being able to share those best practices. Uh, and, and I think that needs to be more of a focus. And, and so I'm a doer and that's why I'm on the board. I want, I'm going to talk and I'm going to be out there and I want to share these stories with people. Um, that are thinking about being part of Sustainable Connecticut. And so I think as an organization, I think we, we can do a better job. We do a good job. I'm not saying it's bad, but I, I think we can do a better job at sharing those success stories. I, and, and I think if, if we can do that more effectively and communicate that better and keep the focus on, what, you know, what are the benefits that you can realize from being part of Sustainable globally, holistically, um, because you know let's let's face it you know there's there's a finite amount of land economic resources human and human capital in any municipality under any under any administration in any municipality and carefully managing those resources to me is the is the very essence of sustainability you know so there's there's a there's a need for it and so I think by telling our stories by sharing our best practices by showing the successes that you can, um, that that you can achieve through this sustainable Connecticut certification process, you know, we can also inform and educate our municipalities that yes, you know, there, there's there's opportunities to engage and collaborate with the with the public, but this this process of certification will provide a solid framework of these best practices that we can share better to tackle countless other issues that all municipalities have to deal with on a day-to-day basis yeah. I, I love that that's that cool. yeah
0: the, the interconnectedness of that process I, I love hearing that from you that's so true and the 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 steps you go through whether it's in communication or process can help in a lot of different areas even if you didn't didn't really make connect those dots to begin with they end up really being very helpful down the road. Now, I was joking earlier about the long list of stuff in your, you did in your before life, uh, before Vernon, but you really did have some extensive experience in public health administration and at the Connecticut Department of Public Health and at the National Disaster Medical System at HHS, too. So when COVID came to town, <laughs> you must have been completely uh, prepared to deal Uh, With that public health crisis, am I right? Is that uh, how did that go
1: down for you in Vernon at the time? I'm just thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Um, Wasn't expecting it, but but very very happy to talk about it. And and obviously that actually plays into to the sustainability uh, of our community in in such a concrete way. Yeah, excellent. Um, So you know during my tenure at the Department of Public Health, we had a very strong focus on emergency preparedness and response. And just like our board of directors, um, we had a phenomenal team, just like the staff at uh, Sustainable Connecticut uh, at the Department of Public Health. We had a wonderful staff, great leadership. So we, we, we made significant gains in planning and preparing for a multitude of hazards. And I would say, unfortunately, um, we also had the real world experiences before COVID uh, and under our belt. For example, If you recall, uh, during my tenure at the Department of Public Health, uh, we dealt with West Nile virus. We dealt with a pandemic influenza. Mm -hmm. Um, We dealt with the first bioterrorism uh, attack with the anthrax incident uh, and the unfortunate loss of Otley Lundgren. We actually named our mobile field hospital as a result of that, that we purchased the first of its kind for for, uh, a state agency, uh, state health department to actually purchase and deploy and operate. And so so to answer your question, we had a lot of success and we had a lot of experience going into COVID. But again, I, I will say the magnitude of COVID, I don't think anybody could have been truly 100% prepared for it. But I think as a state um, and, and certainly the experiences that I had there to bring to Vernon, we were much, much better prepared than most. And, and Jim, I think that was evident in our response. You know, um, Vernon was one of the first communities in the state to start a grassroots vaccination program to offer vaccine to people who wanted it. We never forced it on anyone, but if you wanted it, we wanted to do everything in our power to knock down as many barriers as possible to provide access to life-saving vaccine for people who wanted it. Yeah. And, and some of our work was actually featured nationally uh, by the CDC and then we we ended up forging some um, truly novel, internationally recognized uh, partnerships with Uber. We were the first uh, organization to partner with Uber to provide free Uber rides to our vaccination clinics. Oh, really? Um, and a lot of this was actually featured on um, on the nightly NBC Nightly News. Uh, and so we, we were really doing a lot of novel things, not for the attention, but, you know, the attention helped inspire others. Uh, and and I'm gonna kind of weave this back and bring it right back to the sustainability uh, component because what what we learned through these experiences um, is that the more we can share about our successes and our failures, you know, there was a lot of things we did really good, and there was a lot of things that we said, hey, we tried, but it didn't work. Yeah. We wanted to share all of that information and be as transparent as possible. Um, and we were we were literally sharing these experiences not only with our neighboring, Communities and towns and cities, but literally we we're getting calls from big cities in Texas and Washington state across the country, New York, uh, boroughs in New York City with populations greater than the whole town of Vernon. And we're sharing our experiences and, and to bring it back home, that's the essence of the sustainability Connecticut program mm-hmm. is the best practices, what works. And so that, that mindset, that whole formula. Uh, for success in dealing with a challenge, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's an economic issue, whether it's a a diversity uh, issue, it's a, or, or 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 an inclusivity issue, those are the same strategies and and uh, experiences that we brought to the table for our certification. Yeah, what's next for you, Mike? Are you are you
0: just on a first of all? Are you going to stick with uh, Vernon for the foreseeable future. You have. Well, you don't have any plans to go anywhere else, I'm assuming, for a while. You're gonna, you know, Ver- Vernon's in my
1: blood. It runs through my blood. <laughs> I, lived in, I lived in Vernon for for a little while, and and my 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 heart is here. I I feel very connected to the Vernon community. Um, I I really I, I love Vernon. Uh, it's a great place yeah. to live. It's a it great a nice place town. to work. It's, it's a great place neat. to to visit. Yeah. It's a great place to open a business. Um, I would encourage anyone, any listener, if if you've never visited Vernon, we've got Rails to Award Winning Rails to Trails. We've yep. got some gorgeous, beautiful open spaces, uh, parks uh, that you can visit. And and so yeah, I, I have you know my my heart is is in Vernon, and I again I feel very connected to this community.
0: That's great. Well, my, we are we are out of time, and I, I really appreciate you're your doing this today. A wonderful conversation, and, and you've been a great guest. So thank you you very much.
1: We're looking forward to working with you on the board for sure. Same here. Thank you, sir.
0: You got it. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, man. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed today's edition of the Impact, a Sustainable CT Podcast. As always, this program is recorded, produced, and copyrighted, yeah, by Sustainable CT. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, Connecticut Green Bank. Thanks again to our friend Mike Beccaro for all his work in Vernon and in support of Sustainable CT. And thanks to everyone for taking local actions that have a statewide impact.